Welcome into the Degenerate Gambler, where our motto is, the only way to get rich is to bet irresponsibly. This podcast is brought to you by Anchor.fm, the easiest way to make a podcast. My name is Robert Ash, and we're going to take you through college football and the National Football League, some games to bet uh, this weekend. We got 10 games in college football, plus a pair of potential upsets. And in the NFL, we got five games there, plus an upset to look out for as well. And we're going to start things off with a Big Ten matchup between Purdue and Illinois. Now, going into this game, Purdue is 5-0 and in their last five against the spread, 8-1 and in their last nine games against the spread, while also 9-3 and against the spread in their last 12 games, while Illinois is 10 and 26 straight up in their last 36 games including 1 and 4 straight up in their last 5. Well, if you watched Illinois and watched Purdue last week, I think this is a pretty easy pick to make. Purdue is a 7-point favorite in this one even though the game is in Champaign. I uh, still don't know the status of Rondell Moore, the uh, star wide receiver for the Boilermakers, but coach Jeff Brom will be back. Uh, to coach the Boilermakers this week after missing last week due to uh, COVID. Uh, but Purdue was able to uh, knock off Iowa nonetheless without uh, the uh, the coaching of uh, Jeff Brom. I think this is an easy pick for Illinois, despite the fact that Purdue is 2-12 and in their last 14 games played uh, on the on Halloween, or on the Halloween week, I should say. Uh, it's a different season. This isn't like it's uh, week eight, week nine of the season like it normally would be. This is week two for the Big Ten. I think when you factor that in, plus the way Purdue has gone against the spread in their last uh, five games going 5-0 and oh, and uh, last 12 games going 9-3, and three, I think Purdue's the easy pick in this one. Uh, I don't think Illinois is very good. I think uh, we saw that on Friday night against Wisconsin. I think Purdue is a pretty good team. Purdue is going to be a sleeper team, uh, possibly to win the uh, Big Ten West Division, especially with the situation going on right now at uh, Wisconsin. So uh, we're going to go ahead and we're going to stick with the Purdue Boilermakers, minus seven at Illinois. All right. Next up, we're going to go into the SEC as Georgia travels to Lexington to take on the Kentucky Wildcats. Now, Georgia enters this matchup as a 15-point favorite. Make that a 15.5-point favorite. Uh, For Georgia, they are 12-1 their last 13 straight up against Kentucky, 15-1 straight up in their last 16 games while favorite. Kentucky 2 and 21 straight up in their last 23 against Georgia. Uh Kentucky however is 14 and 6 against the spread in their last 20 games uh to date. Also uh Georgia however is 6 and 1 in their last 7 against the spread against Kentucky. Well, Georgia's had a week off to get ready for this game. It's kind of a trap game uh because of the cocktail party next week with Florida. Uh, but Georgia licking their wounds after losing to Alabama. I think they're going to come out and try to make a statement this week. Uh, Kentucky just doesn't have any offense. I mean, they, they're going to make a quarterback change and go to Joey Gatewood. We'll see if that makes Kentucky's offense better than it was under Terry Wilson. 
but against one of the best defenses in college football. I don't know if we're going to actually see that uh, take place when it comes uh, to the Wildcats on offense. Kentucky's defense is pretty good. Georgia's offense is very, very average, very suspect. Uh, but I do think because of the fact I don't think Kentucky can move the football on Georgia, I'm going to go with a team with the better defense. And Georgia, I'll give up the 15.5 points. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Kentucky keeps this game close. However, I think everything leans towards this game uh, being a uh, a blowout-type win uh, for the Georgia Bulldogs over the Kentucky Wildcats. All right, next up we'll go to Cincinnati, where the Memphis Tigers are taking on the Cincinnati Bearcats. Cincinnati comes in a seven-point favorite in this one. Uh, some trends uh, involving that. Cincinnati is 5-2 and two in their last seven against the spread, while Memphis is 1-6 in, in their last seven games against the spread. Also, Cincinnati has won their last 15 at home, uh, all, and while Memphis has won 15 of their last 18 games overall. Uh, but uh, Cincinnati, I think they really... We had them last week to beat SMU, but I think they really impressed a lot of people nationally with the uh, destruction of the SMU Mustangs in Dallas. This game's at Cincinnati. Again, Cincinnati's won 15 straight at home. Uh, Cincinnati's also won 27 of their last 32 games overall. You know, And that kind of sits up there with Memphis going 15-3 and in their last 18. Uh, I'm going to go with a team with a better against the spread record uh, recently, and that is Cincinnati. We'll give up the seven points. We'll take the Bearcats at minus seven at home against Memphis. All right, now moving on to the second set of games, uh, the 3.30 Eastern time matchups. The, the first set, by the way, were the noon Eastern matchups. Uh, we move on now to the 3.30 time, uh, 3.30 matchups, and we're going to start with the LSU Tigers at Auburn taking on the Auburn Tigers. LSU comes in as a three-point favorite in this one. LSU 6-2 in their last eight games against the spread. Auburn, conversely, is 2-4 in their last six against the spread. Auburn, however, is 24-3 in their last 27 games at home. LSU is 21-2 in their last 23 games played in the month of October. Uh, also 10-1 straight up in their last 11 games uh, played on the week of Halloween. Well... I think Auburn's had, as we called him on the last uh, podcast, Auburn Jesus has been very, very uh, grateful to Auburn so far this season. Auburn's 3-2. and two. All three games uh, weren't without controversy. Uh, the bigger ones being the last two games uh, they've won, uh, the Arkansas game and, of course, last week against Ole Miss. We went into detail on the last podcast on, on how that went down. LSU may have found something in their route of South Carolina. Uh, their backup quarterback, T.J. Finley, is expected to start this one. It looks like Miles Brennan's still out for LSU. Uh, I do think that he will not play being uh, T.J. Finley as well as he played against South Carolina simply because now there's tape. So uh, Auburn's got one of the best defensive coordinators in the conference uh, in Kevin Steele. I figure they're going to find ways to kind of slow things down a little bit on the LSU offense. But I'm not convinced Auburn's offense, as bad as LSU's defense is, can muster up enough uh, to to cover this spread. So because of that, we're going to go LSU minus three and a half. I'm sorry, minus three 
uh, in uh, their matchup at Auburn against the Tigers. All right, our next matchup uh, will feature the Virginia Tech Hokies. Uh, they are in Louisville, taking on the Louisville Cardinals. Virginia Tech comes in as a three-and-a-half-point favorite in this one. I, I wrote down underdog, but Virginia Tech is actually favored by three-and-a-half in this matchup at Louisville. Uh, Virginia Tech is two-and-five in their last seven against the spread, uh, while Louisville is four-and-one against the spread in their last five at home. Uh, also, Louisville, however, 4-19 in our last 23 games straight up as an underdog, while Virginia Tech has won 11 of their last 14 straight up uh, in Saturday matchups. This is one where the trends on the spread say you might want to look at Louisville, and we're going to go opposite of that. And it's simply because we know Virginia Tech's pretty good. They had one bad outing. Uh, against uh, against North Carolina, in which they fell way behind and nearly came all the way back. Uh, conversely, Louisville has been up and down. Uh, they looked terrible against Georgia Tech, looked pretty solid against Notre Dame, blew out Florida State last week. Louisville may be turning a corner, uh, but I, I like Virginia Tech in this one. I don't mind giving up the three-and-a-half points uh, at Louisville. And, and it basically come, it boils down to the fact that I don't think Louisville's defense can get enough stops on Virginia Tech uh, to win this game uh, and cover that spread. So because of that, we're going to take Virginia Tech. We'll give up the three-and-a-half points uh, at Louisville and hope that uh, that uh, that trend uh, where Louisville has actually looked pretty good against the spread lately uh, will kind of change just slightly. All right, next up, we're going to go back to the SEC for the next couple of matchups. And we're going to start with Ole Miss at Na- in Nashville taking on Vanderbilt. Ole Miss coming in 16.5-point favorites in this one. Uh, neither team very good against the spread. Ole Miss 3-7 and seven their last 10 on the road against the spread. However, Vanderbilt just 4-12 and 12 against the spread in their last 16 games. Also, Vanderbilt... 1-12 straight up in their last 13 as an underdog. Uh, Mississippi State, 3-15 in their last 18 straight up against an opponent in the Southeastern Conference, uh, including 2-9 in their last 11 games straight up. Uh, but we're looking at point spreads here. I think Ole Miss has a bounce-back game. It looks like uh, the COVID scare that they had uh, that factored in uh, when their matchup with Arkansas and again last week uh, against Auburn. Looks like most of those guys are going to be back. Uh, Lane Kiffin said that most of their COVID issues are behind them now. Uh, I think Ole Miss, Ole Miss is not a terrible team. They're not a great team. Their defense isn't very good, but Vanderbilt's offense is atrocious. Vanderbilt's team is atrocious. Vanderbilt legitimately probably will not win a game this season. Uh, and Vanderbilt very they struggle so much against the spread. Again, four and twelve in their last sixteen against the spread. And while you know the spread on the Ole Miss side isn't much better, uh, the fact that it's Vanderbilt and Vanderbilt's so poorly coached and so uh, so poor period that I think it's an easy take to go ahead and uh, take Ole Miss, give up the sixteen and a half points at Vanderbilt. All right, staying in the SEC, it's going to be Alabama thirty-one point favorites against Mississippi State. There's a lot going on at Mississippi State right now. Uh, seven players have left the program. 
outside of week one against LSU, Mississippi State hasn't been able to do anything on offense. Their defense is pretty good, but their defense is getting worn down. They lost some players on the defensive side, as a matter of fact, in the guys that left the program this week. Uh, Alabama is 5-2 in their last seven at home against the spread. Mississippi State just 1-4 against the spread in their last five games. Of course, we know Alabama 34-0 in their last 34 games played at home and also 20-0 in their last 20 games played in October, while Mississippi State has lost 12 straight to Alabama. Uh, I think at 31 points, it is a lot of points to eat. But Alabama showed us last week. We gave up 21.5 last week to Tennessee, and Alabama won easily. I do wonder the loss of Jalen Water, how much that affects Alabama. I, that, I do wonder about that. Uh, but I don't think this game is going to show any of that. Uh, I think Alabama wants to come out. They want to blitz Mike, Mike Leach's team quickly. Uh, I don't think Mississippi State has the horses on defense to slow down that offense. And I think Alabama's defense is getting better. The blueprint's already out to how do you stop the Mike Leach offense. Every team's going to use it. I don't expect Alabama not to as well. I think Alabama may shut out Mississippi State. So because of that, we'll give up 31 points and take the Alabama Crimson Tide. All right, next up, we will move back into uh, the Big Ten. And it is Ohio State at Happy Valley taking on Penn State. Ohio State favored by 12 in this one. Now, Ohio State is 10-4 and four against the spread in their last 14 games. Uh, Penn State 5-1 and one against the spread in their last six against Ohio State. However, Penn State is 0-5 against the spread in their last five games at home. Uh, but Penn State straight up 26-2 and two in their last 28 at home. Uh, and... Uh, Ohio State 16-0 in their last 16 games straight up against the Big Ten teams and 19-0 straight up in their last 19 as a favorite. This is a game where if um, all things would have been equal, I would probably have taken Penn State in the points in this one. In other words, if Happy Valley could really be Happy Valley, I'd probably take the 12 points in Penn State. Uh, But because it's going to be a virtually empty stadium, no wideout, uh, Penn State coming off that shocking loss last week, uh, at Indiana, while Ohio State didn't look great but looked well enough in, in blowing by Nebraska, they gave up a lot of sacks. Uh, they turned the ball over a few too many times. Uh, but when it comes down to it, I think Ohio State builds off of that more than I think Penn State can build off of their loss. Uh, again, if this was a normal game at Happy Valley, I would probably take the 12 points in Penn State. But because it's not... I'm going to take Ohio State, and I'll give up the 12 points. All right, we got three more games in our upsets. Uh, excuse me, we got two more games in our upsets. Uh, Arkansas is at Texas A&M. A&M favored by 12. Arkansas 6-0 against the spread in their last six. Texas A&M 12-4 against the spread in their last 16 at home. Uh, also, when you look at the Arkansas-Texas uh, A&M matchup as well, uh, straight up, Texas A&M is 25 and one as a favorite uh, at home. They're also uh, Arkansas is one in 20 straight up in their last 21 as an underdog. Uh, you know, normally I would probably take Texas A&M in this one, uh, but both teams have had two weeks to get ready. Uh, A&M, 
I just don't know what you're going to get with A&M. Are you going to get the one that, that showed up against Florida and, and pulled the upset? Or are you going to get the one that played against Vanderbilt and nearly got beat? Uh, with Arkansas, I feel like you know what you're going to get. You're going to get a pretty good defense that's going to force a turnover or two. Uh, and offensively, you're not going to get much on offense. Arkansas's offense is not very good. Uh, but I feel like Arkansas is more consistent than Texas A&M. I think A&M wins this game, but I think Arkansas covers 12.5. So I'll take the Razorbacks plus 12.5 at Texas A&M. And our final pick will be... Oklahoma is a 14.5-point favorite at Texas Tech. Now, Oklahoma is 1-5 against the spread in their last six at Texas Tech, but Texas Tech just 2-5 against the spread in their last seven games overall. Also uh, involved in that game, uh, Texas Tech is just 2-12 in their last 14 as an underdog. Uh, straight up, while Oklahoma 25-2 and two in their last 27 straight up on the road. I think Oklahoma found something last week in their blowout of TCU. We had TCU to upset Oklahoma, and it, and it failed us. But I think Oklahoma found something. Uh, Texas Tech is not good at all on defense. Uh, their offense is pretty decent. Uh, we know Oklahoma has some issues on defense, but it looked like their defense played better last week. And that could give an opportunity for Oklahoma to cover a 14.5-point spread. And we're going to take Oklahoma and give up 14 and a half points in that one. All right. Our two upsets. Northwestern is at Iowa. Iowa favored by two and a half. Now, it's a minor upset, uh, but we are going to go ahead and take uh, Northwestern uh, to beat Iowa in, in their matchup. Uh, the thing is, uh, there's not a lot to choose from in the upsets this week. and Not a lot... Uh, I really like this week in, in the upset type of thing. Uh, but Northwestern in a minor upset at Iowa, I can see happening. Uh, Northwestern is uh, 11-2 and two against the spread in their last 13 on the road. Uh, also, uh, Iowa is 19-2 and two in their last 21 as a favorite. Uh, but Northwestern just 3-7 and seven straight up in their last 10, 3-8 and eight straight up in their last 11. Uh, I think that's a lot of the reason why it's an upset pick. The spread not, may not be much, but Northwestern and Iowa are on two different spectrums uh, in their uh, win-loss record over the last year, a year and a half. Uh, so we're going to take Northwestern as a minor upset, two and a half points. Uh, we think they'll go to Iowa and pick up a victory. And then uh, our other upset is a pretty big one, and it's not one I'm very fond of, but again, not a lot to choose from. Navy is in Dallas taking on SMU. SMU is a 13.5-point favorite in this one. Now, SMU, or make that Navy, has won 9 of the last 10 against SMU uh, going into this matchup. Uh, also, SMU is 13-2 and two straight up in the last 15 as a favorite. But again, Navy 12 and 2 straight up their last 14 against SMU. Also 12 and 2 in their last 14 games straight up played on Saturdays. Uh, I'm, I'm banking on the triple option of Navy. Navy getting their starting quarterback back. I think that's going to have a lot to do with it. Uh, SMU has been decimated by injuries of late. Uh, and it showed last week against uh, Cincinnati. So that reasoning alone is why we're going to go with Navy 13.5 point underdogs to upset SMU. So quickly, uh, 
our bets once again. Uh, we'll start with uh, Purdue as a seven-point favorite to win at Illinois. Uh, Georgia, 15.5-point favorites to win at Kentucky. Cincinnati is a seven-point favorite to beat Memphis. LSU at minus three at Auburn. Uh, Virginia Tech minus three and a half at Louisville. Ole Miss, 16.5-point favorites at Vanderbilt. Alabama minus 31 against Mississippi State. Ohio State minus 12 at Penn State. Arkansas plus 12 at Texas A&M. And Oklahoma minus 14.5 at Texas Tech. And our upsets, Northwestern, 2.5-point underdog to win at Iowa. And Navy is a 13.5-point underdog to win at SMU. So uh, we'll take a break, come back, and we'll do our NFL picks for this week. This is The Degenerate Gambler. Welcome back into The Degenerate Gambler, your sports betting podcast. As we move on now to the National Football League, we got five games in the NFL, plus one one upset pick to make. We'll start things off in Miami, where the LA Rams are a a three-and-a-half-point favorite uh, in Miami, taking on the Dolphins. Tua Tagovailoa's uh, first start as an NFL quarterback for the Dolphins, and he draws a tough assignment with a tough Ram defense led by uh, Aaron Donald. Rams are favored by three and a half points in this one. The Rams are 10 and four in the last 14 against the spread on the road. Miami, eight and three against the spread in their last 11 games overall. Miami also 10 and one straight up in their last 11 games against the Rams, uh, while the Rams are. Uh, two and twelve straight up in their last fourteen games against an AFC East division opponent. I think this one basically comes down to rookie quarterback against a talented, quick, uh, impressive defense uh, that the LA Rams have. Uh, I think the Rams are going to try to put a lot of pressure on Tua to see what he can do under pressure against uh, the Rams. I think this quarterback change by Miami is a mistake because uh Ryan Fitzgerald have been playing so well and the Dolphins are sitting at three and three and three on the season with a real chance to to make the playoffs even possibly win the AFC East. I think the decision to move to the rookie quarterback uh from Pitt Fitzpatrick is a mistake. Now if Fitzpatrick had been playing not had not been playing well or if the Dolphins were out of the playoff race, I would definitely understand it. I don't understand this decision. I think this decision comes back to bite Miami. I think it starts this week. Uh, we'll take the Rams. We'll give up uh, three and a half points uh, as they take on the Miami Dolphins. All right, staying in the AFC East, this will be an AFC East battle as we're going to take a look at the Buffalo Bills at home against the New England Patriots. Buffalo is favored by three and a half in this one. Uh, neither team has been very good against the spread of late. Buffalo 3-7 in their last 10 against the spread, while uh, uh, New England's 2-6 and six in their last 8 against the spread. Buffalo has lost 15 of their last 16 games at home against New England, and they've lost 30 of their last 33 games overall against the Patriots. Uh, also, uh, New England is 13-1 straight up in their last 14 games played uh, on uh, this particular week of Halloween. Uh, this is not the same New England team that, that set up all those trends. Uh, they don't have Tom Brady. Uh, Cam Newton got benched last week. Jared Stid, uh, Stidham played a, quite a bit of quarterback. I think Cam Newton will get the start this week. I think uh, Buffalo uh, 
got off to kind of a shaky start last week with the New York Jets. They couldn't quite put the ball in the end zone. They did kick six field goals, missed two others uh, in a, or excuse me, kick seven field goals, missed two others in a 21-10 victory over the uh, Jets. I think Buffalo is struggling a little bit, uh, but I think at home against a New England team that's struggling even more than Buffalo is, it's a chance for Buffalo to get right. And I think they do get right. We'll take Buffalo, give up three and a half points. All right, next up, we'll go to Chicago, where the New Orleans Saints are taking on the Chicago Bears. New Orleans comes into the game as a four and a half point favorite in Chicago. Uh, some trends in that one New Orleans, two and five against the spread in their last seven, but 14 and one against the spread in their last 15 games uh, played on Sundays on the road. While Chicago is one and four against the spread in their last five against New Orleans, uh, New Orleans also thirteen and one in their last fourteen games on the road, uh, straight up played on Sundays as well. Uh, the trends say New Orleans. Uh, the Bears did not look good at all in their uh, sorry, Monday night loss to the Rams. Uh, they right now. They just don't know what they're doing on offense, I think. Uh, the defense isn't great to begin with. I think it gets exploited by the New Orleans offense. I think Drew Brees is starting to find his rhythm. Uh, they're not going to have Michael Thomas back yet again this week. Uh, but eventually Thomas will get back in New Orleans right now, just trying to tread water until they get uh, Michael Thomas back. And then I think that offense really takes off. Uh, we're going to go with the... Uh, we're going to go with a trend that says New Orleans has won 14 of their last 15 on the road against the spread. Uh, so we'll take New Orleans. We'll give up four and a half points at Chicago. All right, next up is going to be Seattle and San Francisco. The game taking place in Seattle. Seattle is a slight favorite in this one. Two and a half points at home against San Francisco. Seahawks coming off their first loss of the season uh, last week. San Francisco uh, picked up a big win uh, last week over the Patriots. Uh, Seattle a three-point, excuse me, two-and-a-half-point favorite in this one. Uh, some trends to look at. Seattle 10-2 and two against the spread in their last 12 games at home against San Francisco, while the Niners are just 4-14 and 14 against the spread in their last 18 games against Seattle. Also, uh, San Francisco is 10-2 straight up in their last 12 on the road. Uh, but Seattle 11-2 straight up in their last 13 games against San Francisco. The trend lines say take Seattle, and we're going to take Seattle. I think Seattle's one of the better teams in the, N- or in the NFL and in the NFC. I know they suffered a big loss last Sunday night to Arizona. Uh, it was their first loss of the season. It's the first time that Russell Wilson uh, didn't play very well. He is probably the league MVP as we speak. Uh, and I think he gets back to that form this week against a San Francisco defense that's still uh, being hurt by the injury bug. I think it sets up nicely for Seattle to uh, to cover a two-and-a-half-point spread. I think they'll win this game uh, rather easily. I think they win by at least a touchdown, uh, especially because the game's in Seattle. So we'll take Seahawks, give up the two-and-a-half at home against uh, the San Francisco 49ers. And our last pick before our upset pick, Philadelphia, seven-and-a-half-point favorite against Dallas. Uh, now, some trends in this one. Philadelphia just two-and-six against the spread in their last eight games. However... Dallas is winless against the spread. They're 0-7 against the spread this season. And also 2-10-1 against the spread in their last 12. 
uh, as it pertains to these two teams matching up. Uh, when it comes to Dallas and Philadelphia, uh, Philadelphia is one and four against uh, one and four straight up in their last five against Dallas, but the one win was the big one at the end of last season that clinched the division for the Philadelphia Eagles and sent them to the playoffs and sent Dallas home. Uh, Dallas, if you've watched the Cowboys, they are not good at all. Uh, their defense is the worst in the National Football League. Their offense, after the injury to Dak Prescott, has fallen off a cliff. They've scored a combined 13 points the last two weeks uh, since uh, the Prescott injury. Uh, Philadelphia is playing better football right now. They came from 11 down to beat the New York Giants the last week. Uh, and I think that may have turned a the corner. They're starting to get healthy, too, are the Eagles. Uh, they're going to get Lane Johnson back again this week. They're expected to uh, possibly have Alshon Jeffrey available on Sunday. Uh, Miles, uh, Miles Sanders, uh, they're starting running backs expected to be back on Sunday night as well. Everything adds up for Philadelphia to to cover the spread pretty easily at seven and a half. Uh, and the fact is, Dallas Dallas is a shell of their former selves since the Dak Prescott injury. They've yet to cover a spread this season. Go with the trend on that one. I mean, Dallas 0-7 against the spread. That tells you right now, take Philadelphia, give up the points. I wasn't going to bet the Eagles this week until I saw that trend and saw that uh, pop up that Dallas was 0-7 against the spread this season. It's like, well, we're going to have to take the Eagles and go ahead and give that one up. Uh, we'll give up those 7.5 points, and we'll take Philadelphia. All right, and our upset pick in the NFL, the last unbeaten team, if the upset pick goes correctly will be no more as uh baltimore is a wait no i'm sorry i got the wrong upset pick because baltimore is actually favored against the pittsburgh steelers so uh let's change that upset pick real quick and uh that was a little bit disappointing because i really like that we're gonna go with cincinnati to upset tennessee uh, as a five-and-a-half-point favorite are the Titans in this one. Uh, Tennessee is a five-and-one, or excuse me, five-and-one in their last six straight up, 12-and-four in their last 16, while Cincinnati, again, uh, three, 21-and-one in their last 25 straight up. Uh, Cincinnati is four-and-one against the spread in their last five. Uh, so Cincinnati covering a five-and-a-half-point spread could happen, but it's an upset for reasons, like when we were talking about the college picks a little while ago. It's an upset because you look at it and it, there's no way it should happen. Cincinnati shouldn't beat Tennessee. But we're going to go with Cincinnati to beat Tennessee. I think Tennessee has a letdown after their first loss of the season uh, to Pittsburgh last week and the way they lost that game. I think Cincinnati's been playing some better football of late. Uh, Cincinnati's just, they're right on the cusp of, of a breakthrough. And I think at home uh, in a cold Cincinnati afternoon, I think Cincinnati gets the breakthrough. I think they're going to upset the Tennessee Titans and send them from the ranks of the unbeaten. Or excuse me, send them from uh, being an unbeaten team two weeks ago to a second consecutive loss. So, once again, our picks in the NFL. Buffalo minus 3.5 at home against New England. The Los Angeles Rams, 3.5 point favorites at Miami. We like New Orleans, 4.5 point favorites at Chicago. Seattle is a two and a half point favorite at San Francisco or versus San Francisco. That's in Seattle. And Philadelphia at home as a seven and a half point favorite to beat uh, Dallas. And also our upset pick is Cincinnati as a five and a half point underdog at home to beat the Tennessee Titans. And quickly again in our college picks, we had like Purdue minus seven at Illinois, 
Georgia minus 15 and a half at Kentucky. Cincinnati minus seven against Memphis. LSU minus three at Auburn. Virginia Tech minus three and a half at Louisville. Ole Miss 16 and a half point favorites at Vanderbilt. Alabama minus 31 against Mississippi State. Ohio State 12 point favorites at Penn State. Our lone underdog, lone underdog we like this week, Arkansas plus 12 at Texas A&M. And Oklahoma minus 14 and a half at Texas Tech. And our two upsets, Northwestern as a two and a half point underdog to win at Iowa. And Navy is a 13 and a half point underdog to win at SMU. So with that, we'll end the podcast for this week. Uh, we do thank you for listening. Remember to rate and subscribe to the podcast. You can do so at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcast. And uh, we'll be back on Tuesday. We'll recap the weekend and look ahead uh, to next week's action. And until then, this is The Degenerate Gambler.